0: is a true story that needs to be told about a group of good old boys from the South finding their way through their unique spiritual journey in the 1980s. Petey and JJ, the main protagonist of these stories, are accompanied on their escapades by Gyro, a psychedelic engineer from California, and Sugar Bear, a civil rights activist and Vietnam protester. The group of young entrepreneurs made their way by utilizing their individual skill sets, coming together as a team to become the All-American Pot Smugglers, importing medicinal marijuana into the United States in order to help fund green technologies for the planet. All good things must come to an end. A last minute job with inadequate time to plan, a landing site that was less than stellar, crew members who were sleep-deprived, though this may have been self-inflicted, unplanned crew switch-outs, and last but not least, a support staff that the crew barely knew that they were forced to use, only to find out later that they couldn't fill the simplest of jobs or instructions. With all these things and more, the all-American pot smugglers had their hands full with this spine-chilling experience that they call the Crash. Nothing is more terrifying than the gut-punch feeling, knowing that you may have just witnessed one of your comrades fall to the whispers of death. Catastrophes abound, one after another. Once the roller coaster left the tracks, there was no getting it back on. Well, guys, I know you loved that soybean field location. I mean, you you had... It was a long enough field you could push the bales out in, which is a lot easier than having to land sometimes. And it was well, what you thought was really remote during right. the day. I, right. <laughs> yeah. During the day, I know, I know Bear talks about how you didn't check it out at night and, and then the fairies came, put the spotlights on you, and then yep. you had you had the hunters finding those bales on you guys. So it was like you only got to use one of your favorite places once. One and, time. One, one time, time. And then you had to go and find something else. So uh um how did, how did you guys uh, go about finding a new location?
1: Well, we knew this um family uh, that's up there that had a um uh, soybean farm, i think eight hundred acres and mm-hmm. we, we had you know they were they were wild dudes you know and um that we approached them and they said, yeah, come on up um but but this couldn't be a push out it had to be a landing oh okay so it was and it was yeah. and, it and, was,
2: and that, you know th- th- this new location was literally uh, right down the road, not too far at all from the soybean field.
0: Oh, perfect! Yeah, it was right yeah. in
2: the same vicinity. You know? Right, and,
1: and uh, which
0: I know you guys liked the soybean field because it was due north of Belize. It was just that straight shot. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right,
1: right, right. And, and the and, penetration, you know, the way you come in, that that was ideal. Florida, you had to get down uh, fifty miles out, and and they had a lot of surveillance. The, these, you you go hit those oil platforms Mm -hmm. and uh goes directly at them pull up slow down and you're like duplicating helicopters supply helicopters right coming off
0: of the platforms that's fantastic yeah so i know that worked well for that for the 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 soybean field before that so to keep that same location had to be fantastic for you guys yeah we love the area
2: uh, and we could stash our plane uh anywhere there's just hundreds of little um Little, little, airports. little small airports all around there and down in southern Louisiana. Yeah, that
1: we could take off from, and that was straight shot down. Yeah, we liked it, but there was, you know, this one we, we were really pushed in into a situation. Uh, we, we weren't even supposed to go get the load; we just right. set it all up. And uh, the another pilot, very experienced guy, right at the last minute, he bailed, and we had secured the load and the guys down in Belize said the stash house is getting hot and you guys got to come get this oh, soon no. and it it put a lot of pressure on us to to make that move and make quick decisions instead of planning like we normally yeah we've talked about that before
0: on the podcast about how you guys would just meticulously plan everything out you know plan a goes great but what if it doesn't plan b plan c (laughs) plan d you know all the x factors that can happen so i can imagine this would have been a little hair raising to at the last minute find out well we (laughs) we got to throw it against the wall and see what sticks Uh,
1: exactly that's exactly
0: what we did yeah wow that's that's not good from the
2: start no, no. And um, and Petey, you know, you took us out there the day before and we looked at the mm. field and man it was like, Oh my god, it's gonna be a tight squeeze. Yeah. There mm. were the big old oak trees on both ends and uh it was like uh there was a ridge on both sides, wasn't there, Bear?
3: Yeah, and uh, none of us really liked it. Uh we we all had misgivings about using that. Yeah. <laughs> um. and,
2: and it, it was like a there was a ridge on both sides of this long soybean field that mm-hmm. they did another soybean field. And of course this was in the winter, so there was nothing out there. And but it was like a little valley in between two ridges. And then there was big old oak trees on both ends of that field.
0: And you had to land the plane on this one. You we had to
2: land
1: yeah. it. Yeah, it wasn't long enough for a kick out. And it mm-hmm. was
2: obviously I mean it's obvious we had to land in the daylight
1: yeah oh, daylight
2: or right. full moon daylight or full moon and even a full moon we might have been, if pete and i could have probably pulled it off yeah oh man but if it if it had taken me and him because we, he and i have a lower gear and when the when the when the poopy hits the fan we shift <laughs> in low gear <laughs> and we figure out how to do
0: it yeah we'll if,
2: we pull it off yeah yeah we make it happen well together. at last
0: minute what did you guys have to do about accommodations and stuff
2: well, that's, see, that was another thing. You know, I had to arrange accommodations for all these drivers and uh, the whole crew. The, yeah. The whole crew. And so I didn't have time to, to, to look around, nose around, and find some some little motel around there that would take cash. And uh, I could use one of my fake IDs. You know, these guys, I had to do it now. And so I had to give the, the hotel my, my real driver's license.
0: Oh man. So well,
2: I I had to register four rooms in my name. Dun, that, dun, was, dun. Uh, that
1: came back to bite me. It <laughs> came back to haunt <laughs> us later down the road. <laughs> and we will tell you about that. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: that's coming up. But that that was another uh fou as they fupa, call it.
0: other other than uh from what you guys told me, Petey was out partying the night before uh <laughs> uh-huh. here for this long big rub. Petey what, what were we what, come on man.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I said. Come on now. I, I, I subdued. <laughs> Where were you? To, I subdued to my carnal instincts, you know, and met this beautiful Cajun lady, and we danced and carried on, and she just kept me out till 1:30 oh, in the morning. Oh, it was all her fault. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I came home with a smile on my face, but I didn't get four hours of sleep, and I was kind of cross-eyed when I got woke up. So yeah, that, that was not real good. Oh, and and, no. and I
2: remember, remember, I don't know. If, the other thing that happened was that. Oh, gyro! Uh, once again, missed once his again, flight and didn't show up. And he, he was supposed the to main... fly in to Baton Rouge that night, and we're supposed to pick him up.
1: Here we go. And, uh, so oh. he
3: he missed his flight. So you
1: know, he was always good energy, and
3: but he had the main landing lights too. So it would have made it easier to land the plane if uh, gyro showed up. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, I could have
1: seen something. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> but so uh,
2: so we had to we had to figure out who was going to help Pete fly down there that's right and it was like well i could go but then
1: who's we were going to gonna be do ground, short crew yeah on the ground crew yeah yeah, yeah we are short on ground crew mm. a,
2: and so
3: uh we ended up um picking old Mr. Bill right yeah, he was just a, supposed to be our yeah he was just supposed to be a driver just to drive right. uh part of the load Drives back some, okay, to, yeah. back to florida for us yeah,
1: and, yeah uh, so they throw him in the plane with me, and I didn't know this cat, and uh, so he, he, he gets in the plane, and um, right off the bat, he starts smelling these <laughs> fumes, <laughs> and, and then pretty rough. The plane's jumping around, everything. he got sick, turned green. Oh, god. oh my god! And I needed, I needed energy fed to me. And yeah, I, no, that's not, not that's me.
0: not the that's the reverse job right there. <laughs> right. The copilot's supposed to be keeping I'm, the pilot energized. That's right, <laughs> right. right. Embarrassed made
2: this guy. Yeah, he's trying to. You know, the copilot's job is to make the pilot's
0: job. As, easy, um, as, as possible. easy as possible, right? Yeah, yeah. Keep an, an in, eye out, and, and,
2: and uh, this
3: you know. is a long trip. And Bill yeah. is a good old boy from Waycross, Georgia, so yeah. there was a little bit of a culture uh, difference. <laughs> yeah, so, so he had to, he had to poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so so I, I said,
1: well, the, the mode of operation that we normally JJ has perfected in the past <laughs> is is here, here's a sandwich bag. You go back in the bag and you just put it right in that bag and we'll we we'll chunk it out over the golf. Right, he said, cow. "I can't
3: poop in a sandwich bag."
2: Hey, you know, <laughs> you just gotta you gotta hit it and then pinch it off, uh, man.
1: That's right.
3: Get <laughs> that's
2: you that's another right. sandwich bag out. Know, that's <laughs> right. He refused. You know, usually put a,
1: a few paper towels down just in case. <laughs> oh, <gee. laughs> he is constipated. He he was green. He, he, he was a mess. So we finally we 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 took the flight on down you know it was a nice flight down um about 7 hours wasn't seven it 7 hours it? yeah long you know long long flight hit you know lands on that beautiful strip off the coast of Belize yep and um as soon as we land he he, he grabs his pants and hauls off to the bush and uh, <laughs> apparently he he did his business in there and came on back and looked. we thought uh, now he's going to be a little bit better so we, here we loaded up you know made sure we Got loaded with a thousand pounds, and uh, I look over at him and I, I, I said, "Man, um, I don't know if you know the inner spirit or not, or do you want to say a little prayer? Because um, we, we we about a thousand pounds overloaded, and right, you know, you, we don't ever really know if we're going to make it off the strip or not. <laughs> you know, so but he he really he really got a little freaked oh, on man. that one. You know, that's that that was that good
2: strip down there though that was on a half moon K. And it was make- right there and um and had a good lift and everything so that was really a plus too. right that's where he right. was he, where they went in that time but yeah you never know <laughs> you never know <laughs> you never that, know that's
0: when you want to make sure he knows how to swim right that's <laughs> right yeah, yeah. exactly
1: <laughs> so that was exactly right so we the, the lance a strong airplane it 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 made it right on off um So here we're chugging on back, and he's over there kind of in the fetal position (laughs) and moaning and groaning still. And uh, all of a sudden, about 50 miles or 60 miles out, I spot this um, oil platform. Hmm. And – so He doesn't know anything about this, so I just like you know, 10, 15 feet off the deck, I head right to it, and his eyes started getting <laughs> wide open. You know, what What are you doing? Are you gonna run into the? <laughs> and uh, so I got close, and then I just pulled up and I slowed down and duplicating uh, helicopters that, uh, what it
0: would look like on a radar, or
1: on the radar, yeah, right. yeah the radar, yeah. uh, what they're seeing, and mm. he was and just, we're, we're just, just kind another. of
0: mimicking
2: exactly. the supply
1: of helicopters, right exactly and and it was um it all worked and uh, you know i had a little hope and and uh you know there went across the co- um coastline and the bayous of looking back over toward new orleans just gorgeous the only problem was that you know getting the late start and being so far down we were it was it was sunset gorgeous sunset mm. and um, so we, then we turned northeast and started heading over to the strip, and we realized that we needed daylight, or we needed light to be able to see the strip. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. and I looked back over at him, and I said, man, <laughs> if we don't have some kind of light and uh, either daylight or that moon doesn't come up, we, we don't have any parachutes and we, in, we in deep water. So you, you better hang on. And he, he really, that really, uh, cause you it. had to be low on gas at yeah, that yeah. point with yeah. that long trip. I mean, Running that's gas. Yeah. Yeah. We were, and I was frizzled and, um, and
2: I was really getting anxious because I knew man, that we, we had to get him in there before dark, mm-hmm. before dark. And we we're waiting and waiting to hear a plane coming. You right. Know? And, uh, course you know you look there's planes ever not everywhere but every once in a while there's a plane here and there but yeah. we, uh, we were we were late. But you were waiting for him to radio in because you knew as yeah. soon as he got in the distance yeah
1: actually exactly you know i was waiting for him to give uh, a yeah. two-meter radio yeah we got yeah. about five miles out and i said yeah uh, this is number one that's that's two. Number one, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good to hear from you guys. Uh
0: number is in the fetal position in the back.
2: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> number four is at the other end. Yeah. He's <laughs> in no life. <laughs> he's already uh, he's already gone. He's yeah. gone. And, and so uh, so uh so we line up and I'm I'm really pretty frazzled and uh so uh,
3: line up and I've got two landing lights on one end of this field that just was a steady incline that went uphill. Mm-hmm. And uh JJ was on the other end with the truck and he turned he was had to line up on the truck headlights. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that
0: was the other lights at the end of the right field. At the was other the truck. End of the Yeah field. and people people
2: have to realize, man, that uh when you're up there in, in the air at at in dark You look down, and it's nothing but just a sea of black. Yeah, there's nothing down there. It's black. Yeah, except for a little pinpoint lights maybe here and there. So you're up there in a plane, and you're been, you know, tired, and been in the air for seven hours, and you're running low. You're running fourteen, and and you're you're looking at lights down there, and there's probably there, there were probably a few house lights around there too
1: but uh you you were trying to line up on us and I'm trying to get you to line up on us and, and you told me said you know just go around a little bit the, you got to have some visual you got the the moon is getting almost cresting but it wasn't there and I was like I, I got to bring it in man I, the gas is we, we're on fumes you know we don't we don't have any choice here
3: yeah yeah and, he was uh, frazzled he was frazzled. And, and uh, I saw P coming over the treetops, and he, I was right again in the line of fire. So I ran down the hill, uh, so I wouldn't get hit hit by the <laughs> plane and uh, turn into salad. And uh, I lost sight of him uh, <laughs> when I ran down the hill. I couldn't see. I I couldn't see anything after mm, that. Yeah, and that's where JJ took. Well, over. I
1: yeah. I went. I started trying to line up and I, I, I didn't go far enough out to line up and I could not see where the trees, the tops of the trees. So I knew I had to come in a little high, hit the lights and, um, you know, and I came in. And when, you, when you're when you coming in high, you got to put the nose down and mm. that picks up speed. And so I was cooking and because uh, yeah. I, I didn't want to hit the trees and or hit Sugar Bear. So anyway, uh, I was cooking when I came down, mm, and I, yeah. I, I was. You and know, that
2: field was a it had a little bit of a slope on it too. Anyhow, a downhill slope, and then the other thing that uh, was a factor was that it was you know this is winter time, and so this was like a little low spot where the field was. It was mm-hmm. like in a little valley where there's ridges on both sides, and the fog had moved in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it was foggy. You couldn't Remember that? see, yeah, yeah. You, and then, you couldn't and really I was, see I kept trying, trying to get you. You would come in, you would do your downwind leg and turn, make your turn, but then you would, uh, you would go too far over, and you would, you were coming in at an angle, right, right. And then right. I, so we finally, after about two or three turns, you finally
1: lined up, finally lined up, right. lined up on the the true flight mm, path that we right. needed him to be on, yeah, right, to come in. But I still couldn't see anything. You couldn't see anything. I I needed to be real low over the trees and just kill the power and just float on in. And that wasn't the case. I I did not want to hit those trees or sugar bears. So I was about halfway down the runway, and all of a sudden, um, J.J., I hear this, um, pull up, pull up. Yeah, what did you say? Pull up, pull up. You too. Yeah, you were you were coming in
2: way too fast. Way well, you're hot, you're hot. You're too pull way up. too hot. And so I said, I said,
1: you're too hot, too hot. Pull up, pull up, pull up. You're too hot. Go around, go around. I didn't want to because when you get the aerodynamics, when you get close to the ground like that, the plane starts kind of fluttering right before you're about to touch down, and I knew I was within foot or two of, of touching down yeah. and, and I said, I, I can make it. But I, I listened to him and, um, I hit all throttles, all, all throttles is, you know, that plane was strong, you know, and it, it took off and I started, I started climbing and then, and the stall horn came off to beep, 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 beep yep. you know, and I oh, yeah. lower the nose, climb, you know, and I was making it out, making it out, you know, and chugging along, chugging on, getting, getting that altitude back up. And um, because we were down in a hole, there was a group of trees up there, and all all of a sudden, all I saw was limbs—you mm. know, the top yeah. limbs of a uh, pecan tree—and mm. uh, it happened happened to be a pecan tree, which was a blessing. And boy, the nose was up, and I just pulled back and stalled the plane right right on in there, and it. it Probably down to about maybe seventy miles an hour.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just just um, seventy miles an hour. Only seventy. <laughs> That's about as low as
2: you know. There again, it was cold that night. Yeah. In the cold air. You just don't have
1: as much lift. Yeah, you don't. Mm-hmm. You know. And so it was, it was a, another factor. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But it, but it, it was pretty violent when I hit that. The first limbs were, you know, it was a crash, a boom, and then the second layer limbs, another boom, crash. And then that ground, boy, I tell you, it was—it just shook us. It was a violent crash, and mm. we were like, you know. And, um, you know, it was— um, it, Thank God we you were out of gas. Yeah, yeah. Because If the, you hadn't
2: been out of gas, you it, probably would have been a, a human torch. Yeah, that'd have been a hot dog That would have fried me. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been fried, but
1: because yeah. you were so low on fuel that— uh well it tore the wing off the wing would tore the was wing left off. was left up in the tree. Yeah. You split that <laughs> and, oh, you split that pecan
2: tree right down the middle. It was a
1: pecan tree. Yeah. Oh And man. thank God it's pecan. If it's been an oak, the oaks don't give. Pecans are brittle. <laughs> yeah. And they, and the limbs will break. And mm. and you know, and it, that's that's just that, that magic that yeah. we was- you know, you can't say it's magic when you crash but to be alive through a crash that's <laughs> oh, yeah. that seven miles an hour, hour flame yeah I,
3: I heard the crash and man down and i thought for sure that these guys had bought the farm they had to be dead from the oh back. yeah and uh, jj had to come with the truck and pick me up and driving back there we were discussing what we were going to find when we got there yeah oh man I, when i heard
2: that crash Mm-hmm. Uh, that this bile just came up in the back of my throat, uh, and I just felt like I was going to throw up because I, I, yeah. I, it was bad.
1: I mean, yeah. I, we heard it, and it's like I, there was no doubt about what was happening. Well, the yeah. windshield was kind of um, – there, there wasn't a door on my side, and the bales were all over on the other side, and I couldn't get out the back door. And, and the only way to get out was to um, kick that windshield um, out of my uh, way And crawl out through that windshield geez. And and I was Bloody and cut yep. my ear My jaw was Cracked, uh, my shoulders Were all out of socket and everything And I'm, um, but when I got Out of that plane And started wandering around Damn, the moon <laughs> The moon came up yep. And it was bright And it was like, it was the eeriest thing In, in the world, it was like a Stephen you know, and there was moss hanging down and oak trees, and I was probably fifteen foot from the farmhouse and uh I was just wandering around like a zombie, like, God, am I gonna make it you know and you and, put
3: it down in their garden, didn't you? yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: that's what you guys told me it, i didn't it, I didn't that, see. Plane. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that plane hit the pecan tree that was in these people's yard mm-hmm. and right beside their house, yeah. And uh, see, this house was up on top of the ridge. And so the, the little farmhouse was up there, and um, and there was they had a pecan tree, I'm sure, that was, I don't know, 100 years old or more. It was an old, old farmhouse. And the plane hit the pecan tree, split it right down the middle. Yeah. And then it landed in the, the, the people's personal garden <laughs> right next to the house.
1: You said with a fence around
3: it. It had a picket (laughs) fence around it.
2: And the planes landed nose down inside the picket fence. That sounds like a cemetery to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was. Looked like it for sure.
1: And what did you say when when you heard the crash? I said, I said. Didn't didn't you go back to your Vietnam
2: days? I said, man down, man (laughs) down. Everybody (laughs) meet up at the top. Yeah. And so when I got up there, I was when, in the garden. Uh, when me and Bear got up there, it was like uh, it, was a, it was just a scene out of like uh, Twilight Zone. Mm. And then Petey was walking around, and he looked like a zombie. zombie. And he his legs were stiff, and his arms were stiff, and he was just like kind of walking around like he was frozen. <laughs> and uh, about to go into bleeding. He was bloody. He had his face but was bleeding. The side of his ear was. Uh, all bleeding and stuff and then uh there was smoke coming out of the plane and uh there was these still electrical stuff was still on and there were still sparks flying oh, everywhere <laughs> and and then there, there there was the half moon I mean the the full moon just barely coming up on yeah. the other side there yeah behind us. Eerie. And uh, yeah fog. Fog rolled in moss Oak it was trees. just a, it oh, was just yeah, a yeah. surreal uh, scene. It really was, and uh, we it was like hard to believe, but we uh, we had to grab, uh, I had to grab myself and and realize you know that this was real, and we had to do do what we needed to do to get. Yeah, you out
1: put of me there. in
3: the truck. I, what'd you do? Put me in the truck, and then y'all they, they had to. Yeah, we were had, in uh, definitely in survival mode, and. J.J. grabbed Petey and put him in the truck, and I uh, didn't see Bill. He was totally covered with bales, So I started digging Bill out from under the bales. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was covered. Yeah, and he was face down in the dashboard. He had had dislocated both his collarbones, and his nose was broken, and it was starting to swell up. It was like getting to be real bulbous. And uh, I, I yanked Bill out of uh, the wreck and put my coat around him. And what I didn't know was he had reached in his pocket and he had a bag of Coke, which we never carried drugs on a run. We day. never had any kind of, uh, yeah. kind of drugs we at he all. He dropped that. it on the ground. And, uh,
1: That'll lead on to some other stories that we'll right. tell you about later. And yeah, I uh,
3: I got him down the driveway and on an embankment and so then I could get him in a car and drive him to the stash house also. Mm. Well, uh, also, you know, while you were digging him
2: out of the plane, I turned put, I put uh, Pete in the truck. Yeah. And I turned around and I saw two guys coming out of a cabin that was right behind the house. Oh, no. And it's like, where in the hell did these guys come from? Yeah.
1: It was like... What? Our deal was with the Brown boys was nobody on the farm, and you guys are in bed. You don't know anything. Right. And we do yeah. our thing, and when we leave, we'll let you know. Hmm. Yeah,
2: and these two guys come, come out of this cabin, and the cabin is only about, I don't know, 15, 20 yards behind the house. Oh. It's a little hunting cabin. Trouble. And these two guys come, come walking up there, come, you know, and they're half-dressed. And they're like, hey, man, what's going on? What happened? What happened? And it's like, I just took my flashlight, and I just stuck, I flashed it right, right in, in, his in their eyes, eyes, yeah. eyes. Right in their eyes. And I said, we just had a wreck out here. Everybody's fine. And just a car wreck. Yeah. And I said, everybody's fine. Y'all just go ahead and go back to your cabin. I it's not, not a plane
0: full of drugs that hit a tree. That's not. It's not what you think. <laughs> That's <what> right. <laughs> That's right. That's an illusion. Oh, <laughs> and so dark. and
2: they go, Well, can we help? What's happening? You know, do you need some help? I said, No, go back to your cabin.
0: Did and the they Jedi both, mind trick on them, no, no one is hurt. Go back to your cabin. <laughs> and they both kind of
2: like looked at me and they just turned around 180 degrees and walked oh, back man. to your cabin. <laughs> And but, it was like there was some kind of energy that came through me. It didn't come from me. It came through me that force and yeah. just like, No, go back to your cabin. And it's like, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it and, came back to haunt us later.
2: Yeah, it came back but we'll tell you to get us later. later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh but then um I I you know, we had I had Pete in the in the truck and uh so we headed over to um this guy bull hockey that uh, was a, a dude we hired to, uh, to yeah. he, for our stash house. Yeah, he had some bull in him. Yeah, he, he was a we he call him bull. bull hockey. Yeah, and uh, and this guy he he was like he thought he was on Dukes of Hazard uh, uh, kind of attitude, you know, his mentality and everything it was like, oh yeah, man, we're gonna do this. Oh, we got grass, Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> And so he was all revved up, you know, and I get over there, you know, with Pete and we walk into the house, the stash house, and, and there's this girl in there, a young girl.
0: <laughs> oh no. And it's like, who in the hell is this?
2: <laughs> I asked the, you There's, know,
1: there's a
0: theme going on here. The hunters, yeah. the girl, all these people who are here <laughs> that are not supposed to be here. Right, man. It's like, you know, oh, we're man. so
2: used to working with professionals. Right. And oh. we, had to, we had to take all these amateurs on.
0: <laughs> At last minute. Which <laughs> At last is minute. Why, yeah.
2: And it was all going to just going to avalanche on us eventually. Oh, man. And didn't he, didn't and he but say so, that she was cool. So I, you know, I, I was like, I said, I said, who's this girl? And he goes, Oh, that's my girlfriend. She's cool. Old bull hockey did. <laughs> she's, she's cool. Yeah. It's like, cool my ass. I was <laughs> like, man, you're not supposed to have anybody here. Yeah. And and he's like, oh, she's cool, she's cool. So uh, so I get Pete in there and get him on a couch, and uh, put some blankets around him. I was yeah. cold.
1: I was about to go into shock. Yeah, oh, you kind of shaking. Probably no, in it, shock it, it, already. Yeah, it, Jeez. it was. It was. Uh, it's it, it yeah. it pretty rough. I, I was fighting.
2: Yeah. It it was serious. It but This but, was a serious deal. And um and then uh then Barry, you brought in uh.
3: Bill, Bill, Mr. Bill, right? Yeah, I had him zipped up in my camo coat because he couldn't lift his arms. And Mm. uh, I'm I'm out there in the weather in a T-shirt. But the the adrenaline was uh, so heavy that I couldn't feel anything. (laughs) Yeah. we brought, we brought Bill in the stash house, and he'd broken his nose, and it started to really swell. And you J.J. Know. and I couldn't stop laughing at him, even though we knew, <laughs> it, like, don't look. And then we'd look, and we'd start laughing again. <laughs> and, yeah.
2: He looked like just, Jimmy Durante. Yeah,
3: just really comical. It was, it was, was comic swollen, relief. Swollen, really. I mean, it, just bulbous.
2: <laughs> it, up. Had, it was It was sad, but. It was funny, kind of yeah, funny, been, too. It
3: was, it, like I said, comic relief. We've been through such a trauma that it was a way for us to, you know, vent yeah, all that yeah. energy and, you know, laugh at Bill. So, so we finally, we got, we got uh,
2: Pete and Bill, you know, kind of some, somewhat comfortable. And then, um, then Bear and I. We, had, we decided we'd go back over there and unload the plane.
3: Yeah, get yeah. the load off the ground and yeah. get, 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 the load. get it out, out of the scene of well, crime. Know, yeah. We want
2: to get rid of the evidence, and then we want to try to save the load also. So we took our, our little GMC truck that we had used in the soybean field uh, episode, and we went over there and um, unloaded the plane. Yeah. Just backed up to it, and uh, right there by the garden. <laughs> <sighs> God. <laughs> and started throwing throwing bells and uh, to one another, and uh, got it out of there. Mm. And then we got it all back over to uh, the Bullhawky's, uh stash house. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, then Barry, you
3: you you took uh, old Mister Bill. Yeah, I I drove him to the Baton Rouge airport, and uh, I told the uh, the ladies at the ticket counter that we had we had, I showed them my hunting license, and we were hunters, deer hunters, and. He had hit a stump on his uh, four-wheeler mm. and uh, <laughs> flew over the handlebars and hit a tree. And uh, they were very sympathetic. I said he wants to go to Atlanta oh, to go to a hospital. Thing. And uh, and so his sister, uh, Beverly, could take care of Yeah, because uh, you
0: guys couldn't go to local hospitals
3: no, if you were no, injured. No, that, that was a That's a, that was that's a one-way
0: ticket to the prison yeah. right there.
3: Right. Right. Yeah,
2: we knew we had to get out of that mm. area.
3: So they let him out to the airport uh, airplane. Oh, you poor baby! And they put him in first class, and they they took care of him. Poor <laughs> baby, baloney.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, he did need a little sympathy though at that point in time. Yeah, we both did.
2: <laughs> Everybody did. And then uh, we had our, our our Madison and Keith were uh, the two drivers also that were uh, standing by, and we had them. Come over there to uh, to the stash house, and we uh, loaded their trunks up with bales and sent them off mm. right then, back to Florida, back to Florida. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, me and old uh, Bullhockey, we decided that we were going to go over there and, and burn the plane.
1: You asked mm. him, he said if he got any gas, and he didn't know what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like what, <laughs> gas for what? Yeah, I said uh, you have you got a
2: couple of gallons of gas around here, and he goes, uh, "What for?" And I said, well, "We're gonna go over there and burn that plane."
0: Mm-hmm. He's like,
2: "Yeah, well,
1: let's do it." Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get rid of the evidence.
0: He God. was all revved up doing that stuff. What kind know? of coke was he on? I don't know,
2: man. He was one. Of the, he was like, mm. he was living the dream, you know. We stepped into it with those guys, and so we. Uh, but first, thing, first we did. I said, and we got in his car. Mm-hmm. Uh, bull hockey's car and so we drove over there and we got uh went to one of the brown's houses brown brothers houses and they were all there mm. and um and we uh we told him and said look you guys all go home and get in bed yeah because we're getting ready to go up there and we're going to torch that plane and as soon as that plane catches on fire Those hunters that you guys were
0: supposed to keep being here, oh man, are going to come down here and tell you
1: about it. Yes, you got to act like you don't know anything about it. Right. You knew, right. You could foresee. The pattern everything was how it's going to go down
0: oh i saw it yeah and it was crazy because that was their only job their, the, the 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 brown brothers that was their whole job was just to keep right. no one on the farm that night and then they had hunters there i mean what right. were, you, were you even paying them for <laughs> right. no, right. you, could, uh, you, you
3: could. know
2: it's like damn why are we paying these guys no I yeah know. seriously you could
3: see the train wreck starting to happen but there's nothing you could do to stop it yeah, yeah, yeah no,
2: exactly it's, exactly and uh yeah so me and old uh uh, bull Hockey went back down there and poured gas on the fuselage. And and uh, it was still smoking around there. And I guess what had happened was uh, there was enough fuel, uh, plane fuel uh, left in the, at one tank there that leaked out on the ground because mm. I had a cigarette lighter is all I had. So I poured gas all over it, and I just took a cigarette lighter and held it down there to light it. And when I did, man, I went, whoo, <laughs> and singed my hair and my eyebrows and everything. <laughs> a- but it was like a flame went up in the air. It was like a, a uh. searchlight, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we jump in the car, and uh, and Hockey is so excited that he there's a gravel road that ran right in front of that house. And we got on that gravel road, and he fishtailed so much that we— uh, he lost control of it. And finally, he, but he barely got, got it stopped before we hit an oak tree. Duke's <laughs> <laughs> a like, hazard again. It was like, Jesus. damn it, man.
3: Take it easy. Take it easy. Get out of here. We had a way to remain calm and centered. Unfortunately, the people around us did not. <sighs> yeah. No, not at all. I guess the, the brown boys must have went up there.
2: Uh, when the plane was on fire, and that's when they probably found that bag of coke that Bill had thrown out mm. late earlier. Right. Yeah. Right. right. And we'll and, tell you some stories about and, that. Uh, and so they found the bag of coke, and uh, and they were
1: uh, injecting it. And in they their,
3: didn't go to bed. <laughs> they didn't go to bed.
1: And where did you where did you meet up with um, Holly, the nurse? Well, Holly was was one of the Brown
2: brothers' uh, wives, right? Right. She's the wife of one and of the Brown. She was boys. a nurse, right? And so, and you kept saying, "I don't want anybody to come in here. Nobody I, to come I was in here."
1: Freaked. I, I could see that, man. I don't want to see anybody to see us because some, yeah. some, something ain't gonna go right, and we don't need any. Witnesses. Too many people were involved already. already the hunters right, and right. the we girlfriend. Don't, we don't need and, any witnesses. Yeah, and, and they were amateurs. I mean,
2: they were really, really amateurs. Yeah. And so uh, Holly comes in, the stash house, and she comes in there and says, I'm a nurse. Is anybody hurt? I can take care of them,
1: or I want to look at them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I was sweating. So she bleed. comes
2: in there, and she looks over, looks everything over and says, these guys need to
1: go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we uh, knew we couldn't go to the hospital, because if you go to the hospital, that's if any. If the shit hits the fan, that's exactly where the lawman's going to go check out. Right, first you know, place so they're going to look. We're not going to go to the hospital. I will, um, you know.
2: And and so I stayed there. Me and Pete stayed there at the stash house that night. And then the next morning, I went back over to uh, the crash site. Right. And the Brown boys had already cut the big pecan tree down, mm-hmm. and uh, and had. Piled it up around the fuselage and the wings and everything of the plane, and was burning it. Mm. And actually, the fire had already started melting everything down to just a chunk of uh, aluminum. Wow! An engine, an engine, right? But uh, if they were already doing that, and they and the and then the they said something about. Uh, they said, you know, we want to we we uh, we approach these hunters. And they said that uh, uh, they would take three hundred dollars each, and
1: they would forget about what happened here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they came out and visually saw. Yeah. Oh what, yeah. What had gone down the next morning?
2: They yeah.
1: Peek back out of their cabin after you got them
2: back, and so know. I gave I gave them uh, six hundred bucks. I peeled off six hundred bucks that I had was carrying with me, and um, and then they supposedly gave it to them. Who knows if they did or not? <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and uh, and then later on, they took
1: a a, a backhoe and they buried buried the hole, buried everything. They, buried they everything. did finally. They did something that was right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but unfortunately. <laughs> they used a the backhoe and they buried it, but they buried everything right there. Uh, mm-hmm. Right there in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that garden, man, with that picket fencing in there, they should have buried me right there with that airplane. Oh, man. My that'd, God, that'd that's a been, cemetery. That
0: would have been Petey's garden resting <laughs> spot right there. White fence and
1: all. Yeah, so you had tons of injuries. What what ended up happening with you? I was hanging there, man, at Bull Hockey's house, and I, you know, just JJ, get back over here, and we. Go, I got to get to the hospital, and, and we ain't going around here. So we no, got to go yeah. to Gainesville. That's eight or nine hours. So God, that uh, must have been a long drive. Get that last two hundred fifty pounds in the trunk, and let's go, man. Yeah, I, I got to get down there. So what did you end up telling the doctors when you got down there? Well, I, I, uh, I was pretty worn out to say the least, and yeah. uh, my ear was still bleeding and everything. And, the, and I said, man, I just got drunk and fell off a porch and <laughs> cut my damn ear. And, and the nurse looked at it, and he said, "He said, man, that looks like a human bite. Don't, I think you need to give you a different antibiotic.
0: Oh, said, that's right. They have uh, to give you a different drug if it's a human bite. I've heard of that before. Oh God. God, that that's must have been horrible. Uh, so what
1: ended up happening with everything up there in Mississippi, though? Well, it was like you know, it ended up that uh, one of the hunters, his uh, dad was a prosecuting attorney down in New Orleans. So when they went home, they, they, they blabbed it. They said, "Dad," uh, and, and dad said, "Well, we got to report this," and um, that's when the, the um, things started kind of. Well, that gun went down. That, that was another. That was another downhill yeah. Uh, slide. Yeah, so they, they contacted the authorities, and they go out there and they. Um, bring out a tractor and they, they start digging and digging and they, they find a buried um, um motor, <laughs> Cher- right, Cherokee. Uh, they, and they took serial numbers off and realized that it was a pretty good sized single engine airplane that could um, carry big and So they realized that that
0: worth investigating
1: at that yeah. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're checking out.
2: Yeah, see if it had been a,
0: a little. Uh,
2: uh, one fifty two, Cessna one fifty two, or Cessna one seventy two. They would been, eh, forget right. it.
0: Right, it's not a smuggling FAA plane.
2: Maybe, yeah, yeah. They knew that, but they knew that this, knew was, that this right. Lance would carry a thousand pounds, and they knew this range was far enough that you could go
1: get something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they also they also knew the Brown boys had a checkered past of uh, drug abuse and drug history, so that they didn't know who. They had no idea. Was it the Brown Boys or was it somebody else? But they they, they had knew evidence. something was going on. They knew something was was going on big time. So yeah, they, and they, then
2: that's that's when we started getting a lot of pressure from the Brown Boys, right? To uh, to to pay them to keep them quiet. Yeah, we, we literally paid them uh, several five and ten thousand dollar payments. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, over time, over about two years, it seems like all y'all ever did was pay them for stuff they didn't do. They didn't do <laughs> right. Right. They didn't keep, keep, keep the play. quiet. <laughs> they well, they
3: didn't keep the place free of people, and then they right. Didn't. Oh man, we saved yeah. the load and cashed it out, and they ended up getting the money. Yeah, well, right. Exactly. <laughs> Why
0: did you even do that? Right. Place? Right.
2: You know. God. And, uh, so it was one of those that uh, that changed our lives, and and it brought it.
1: It, uh, stopped our, it stopped our operations of all-American pot smugglers. So we had to go into a defense mode. Yeah, uh, serious defense we mode. Knowing that yeah. we had to make some money. We, had, we probably, most probably would have to lawyer up and um, pay the brown boys. And, and so it, it, we really, um, we became honorary citizens at that time.
3: Right. What was good about getting the load out of there is they never had any real tangible evidence. Mm-hmm. They they could only make the assumption that we had smuggled pot into the country, sure. but they never actually saw the load. We, yeah, that's the the beauty of getting it out of there. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we knew we had to have some um, monies, and um, uh, JJ was the main one that had had to do it because I was, you know, I knew they were looking right. At me and um, and so we'll we'll go on with the other stories about how all that broke down and um, because you
2: had a connection with them, I had a connection with them. They knew they They knew knew his name. They didn't know who he was. All they knew, all they knew me by was JJ. At
3: this point, weren't weren't the Brown uh, boys' wife and uh, your wife weren't they talking back and forth long distance? So they yeah, had some long-distance records. The
1: phone records It was definitely a, a connection. Not it, hard to trace. And, nope. But they, they um, but they had no idea. They they had nothing unless uh, somebody was going to spill the beans. Right. And that's what we were trying to avoid. Look, don't spill the beans. We'll feed you. da da da, da, da. But as, as time went on, um, several events happened, and... Um, and we'll, 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 cover cover goodness, we'll cover those. what a
0: disaster that sounds like. Well, y'all stay tuned because this story is far, far, far from being over. <laughs> the magic presence that had saved this crew over and over again was still looming, surrounding these good old boys with its grace and inexplicable ability to come through when they needed it the most. We'll see you guys for the next one when we find out just how far the boys have to go to dig themselves out of this foxhole that they dug themselves into. Until then, y'all come back.